The following program contains language and subject matter that you may consider unsuitable for children. Parental discretion is advised. Let me down. believe in him verbal Keaton always said I don't believe in God but I'm afraid of him well I believe in God and the only thing that scares me is but I'm afraid of him well I believe in God and the only thing that scares me is but I'm afraid of him but I'm afraid of him you people understand the psychology of dealing with a highway traffic your normal speeder will panic and immediately go over to the line. Maybe we can cut a deal. It arouses contempt in the cop heart. Making the bastard chase him. will And as you can see, son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's gonna do it? You? South, welcome to another exciting episode inside my head, folks. I want to welcome all my uh, friends in the chat room. This is the Jackal once again, here to spend another solid two hours of free speech with you, folks. Funny, I was having a couple of you know thoughts like that. Uh, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, uh, he, and he brought up something that was really funny. He goes to me, you know what's funny? They uh, they have all these laws against piracy uh, on the internet with you know people downloading movies and and funny you know they arrest they arrested a bunch of people that downloaded music and stuff already. Now, why is it that they have that as a you know as, as a bad thing as piracy when they have all these CD burners and these CD DVDs and DVDRs and all this stuff that people can actually do this uh, piracy with? Why not not like have that at all? Why is it even an option? You know, I just I found that funny. And uh, if you guys have any stories like that, by all means, please call in tonight to the show. I want to hear you know anybody who uh, can come up with a story of uh, you know why is that kind of a, kind of a deal. I know we have uh, Mr. Pastor uh, Charles Curtis already on the line here holding on. He's going to be my final guest on the show tonight, but I also wanted to uh, say that I've been very excited about tonight's show. Uh, our first guest is going to be Mr. Seth Wheeler, who's going to be joining us for about half an hour. We're going to be talking about a convention that he's actually holding down here in Florida. It's, uh, it's, if you guys want to check this out, it's an awesome convention. Go to the website, 
UFOinfoweekend.com. If you guys are into ufology and you're anywhere near Florida or anywhere near the East Coast, if you could, you know, spend a couple hundred dollars and, and fly down there or go down there, drive down there, whatever, I suggest you do it because this is going to be, a, you know, once-in-a-lifetime chance. Not only are you going to get to see a lot of great celebrities that are going to be out, you know, out there, uh, but also you might get to see a, a launch. I mean, how many times in your life can you say you saw a shuttle launching? I've lived in Florida almost my entire life. I've never seen that. So, I mean, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. I'm very excited about that. Uh, it should be only a couple hundred dollars. Uh, actually, I think it's like $200 for the, for the real good tickets. Now, just uh, I'm going to announce it today when Seth gets on here. I'm actually going to have a press pass for this show. So, I mean, it's, it's amazing. We're going to talk a little bit about that with uh, Seth. He's going to hook me up with a couple of different things so we can make this uh, bang-out party. I'm going to go and record a lot of footage. I uh, plan to put that on my website so you guys can check that out. I uh, see the chat room here is getting, uh, getting going pretty good. Not too bad. Thank you, friends, for showing up. I know Florida UFO wants to check that out. Jamie, if you can, man, go for it. It's going to be awesome. Our second uh, guest tonight after is going to be Pastor Charles Curtis. Like I said earlier, he's actually a pastor down in Dallas, Texas, for the One Church. Uh, the, and uh, he's uh, actually he's done a lot of great work down in, in uh, Texas and Dallas. And a friend of mine who's uh, from Texas actually uh, showed me some of his videos on YouTube. I'm going to be posting the links on there shortly so you guys can uh, check his uh, his website out on YouTube and also his main website. Uh, me, I'm not really uh, super religious myself, but I like to pick the brain of everybody that I can, uh, no matter what religion or faith or walk of life they're from. You know, I'm very open-minded about everybody's faith and everybody's religious beliefs and everybody's background. So. Uh, it should be interesting. We're going to have him, at, like I said, at the last uh, half hour of the show. He's our main guest tonight. Okay. Now, let's get Seth on the phone here. I'm going to get Seth on the line. Yes, Go ahead, sir. Get Immediately, him on. sir. Seth, are you with us? Yes, as a matter of fact, I am. Welcome to my head. How you doing, uh, my friend? I'm doing okay. So since he's since you're not controlling the mute button, can I control the mute button? Oh, yes, you can actually. Excellent. I want to shut you up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what what favor you got to do for me is turn on the radio in the background or the, okay, well, the internet, whatever. And that's fine. I want revenge for what you did to me. What was the count? <laughs> How you doing, man? Uh, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. It's, I'm glad to be here, and uh, hopefully it'll be uh, making other people glad, too. Indeed. That's a favorite word used by a friend of ours here on Block Talk Radio. Indeed. Now, let's get right into this. Uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, UFO weekend that you're taking, sure. taking place here in Florida. The synopsis is going to be this. Uh, I'm going to say it in three sentences, then I'm going to detail. Uh, I'm doing a UFO convention that is right outside of NASA, and it is the weekend shuttle launch. Uh, we're going to have some great speakers, some great panelists, some great media guests, and we're going to have a great and amazing time. That's uh, that's a nice way of uh, summing it up. That uh, sounds good enough to me. But let me ask you, what are some of the guests you're going to be having on, on the uh, convention list here? Not a problem at all. Uh, we'll have someone you were just talking about earlier, Stanton Friedman, who's going to be coming out. Uh, he's going to be speaking and covering a couple of new topics that he normally doesn't talk about. Uh, we also are going to have uh, Richard Dolan, uh, which some of you know, I'm sure. We're going to have Kathleen Martin, who is actually Betty and Barney Hill's niece. I'm sure you guys know who Betty and Barney Hill are. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. We have Nick Pope, who is actually the real Fox Mulder from the Ministry of Defense in the U.K. Um, I also have Nick Redfern coming, who I'm sure everybody knows from cryptozoology to uh, being one of the famous uh, people that are involved in getting stuff out from the Freedom of Information Act. Um, I also got uh, Peter Robbins coming out, who's actually an expert on the British Rendlesham incident that happened on the military base in the U.K., um, let's see, I also got John Carpenter coming out, and no, not the one from all the movies, but the other one, and uh, on top of that, I actually have, just for some fun and giggles, I have the lone gunman from the X-Files coming out, as well awesome. as Fry, yeah, I know, and I also got even Fry and Zoidberg from Futurama coming out, too. Nice. Now, is it going to be all three lone gunmen, or is it just going to be one of them, or... Normally, the three of them don't play well with each other in the sandbox, but luckily, by using my famous Jedi mind trick, I'm getting all three of them to show up at the same time at the same place. Well, the force is strong with you, my friend. That's a, that's a good uh, that's a good little uh, trick you just pulled out there, because I've heard that they don't really do any shows together since the show got canceled uh, out of box. What, what's the, the deal with them? I mean, is there, like, was there personal beef in between them or something that was going on uh, after the show got Actually, actually, part of the comedy routine that Dean Haglund, the guy with the long hair from the show, does uh, as part of his stand-up comedy act, he actually discusses that. Uh, so I'm going to save it for the weekend and let him explain the politics uh, that went on and why the A, the series didn't get renewed, and B, not everybody plays well with each other. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I have a feeling some part of the reason that the show didn't get renewed is because of 9-11, and there's a couple couple of shows earlier. I remember watching the show when it first started, and I really liked the show because I liked it for the X-Files. And I remember there was a, a lot of topics about the World Trade Center and, and all that stuff on the beginning of the show, and I think that might have played a part. I mean, I haven't really heard them talk about it, but that's a personal opinion of mine. Mm, keep that personal opinion. There's other reasons. Oh, really? But am I close? Mm, not really, no. Damn, I failed again. Epic fail. Epic fail. Epic fail. Game over. Thank you for the game over, man. Game over. That's it. Man. Game over. You got to admit, though, there there was a lot of uh, talk about the World Trade Center in the first few shows, and uh, uh, yes, there was. Yes, there was, but that's not the reason they got kicked to the curb. There's... See, the, conspir- the conspiracy theorist in me kind of like, you know made that up, I guess. And that <laughs> <with> it. <laughs> it's funny how conspiracies are born every day, children. Okay. So what else, what, else, what else can I tell you about our wonderful event that I got on the horizon here? Let me ask you, actually, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions. I know you do a lot of other conventions as well as uh, yes. your ufology, your conventions. Now, what other conventions do you have coming up in the future that you are going to uh, take part in? Ooh, okay, let's see. What can I talk about and what I can't talk about? Um, there is a Ghost Hunters convention, or actually, Ooh, nice. a, let's put it this way, uh, a massive, massive paranormal convention at a haunted hotel on the West Coast uh, that I have on the horizon. And if all works out, it's going to be uh, either Memorial Day weekend of 2010 or Columbus Day weekend of 2010. And uh, I'm trying to – I'm facilitating that contract right now. It's going to be more than amazingly amazing because – I'm getting pretty much, if all works out, everybody to the same place at the same time. 
and that's a hard nice. thing to do. Nice. Um, I'm also on the horizon with actually a steampunk convention with a couple of friends of mine as well. Nice. I don't know if you're a steampunk. I'm sorry, go no, ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off there, buddy. Oh, it's not like you hadn't done it 43 times on another show. 46, thank you very much. Sorry, my bad, 46. 46 Um, in 25 minutes. That's that's amazing. You know, I think you just broke a world's record. Congratulations. The one-man clap. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to know where your other hand is while you're clapping, but okay, thanks for sharing. You poop out. You poop out. Anyway. So I have the UFO convention on the horizon. I have the steampunk convention on the horizon. Um, and I have the ghost hunters convention. And um, I still consult with a couple of other comic book, anime, sci-fi, horror, and fantasy convention. You know what would be a great convention for you to, uh, to get your hands on, if you possibly could? Uh, no, the twi- a 2012 me. convention on actually December 2012. December 23rd or 24th or whatever. Boring. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he, I agree. I think, it's, I think it's boring, and I'll tell you why. Because you can only do a 2012 convention once. This is true. <laughs> Once you're done with it, you're done with it. And either you die and uh, the world is over, or you go on to, you know, not really have a real successful convention because nothing happened. Yeah, and everybody wants their money back afterwards, so, you know, that's not a good yeah. thing either. <laughs> yeah, on second thought, not a good idea. my money back. On second thought, it's not a good idea, no. Sorry. All right, give me that's a third that, that, That's a fail. That's a complete fail for tonight for me, folks. I was going to ask. <laughs> I, I was going to ask um, if you've ever done a porn convention. Ooh. Um, let's see. Um, There's some skeletons um, in that closet. Uh, yeah, there are some skeletons in that closet. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll leave that one alone. I'll take that with a ten foot pole, which is mine, and uh, <laughs> I would probably say that yes. But I didn't go under my actual name under for that one. You know the difference between Jacqueline Party and I. With the pants. With the pants. Party with pants. I'm sorry. Everybody's interrupting each other. What were you saying? I was I was saying the difference between Jacqueline and I is is Jackal will walk up to any chick and put his dick in her, and me I have to put my dick in her and then walk up to her. You know, I kind of feel awkward having a pastor on the show listening in. And oh, that's was true. About- <laughs> uh, that's true. Damn. You guys, are, you guys are jerks in the eyes of God, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> Two strikes towards the mute button. Yes, indeed, my friend. Keep it up. Hold on, hold on. Did you say two strikes or Jew strikes? <laughs> Either way. <laughs> well, listen, so, listen, you know... I have consulted for adult conventions in the past, and I'm not going to deny it. And you know something? Uh, you know, hey, listen, it, it, it's I, I'd rather help people watch it on the internet than go out on the street and pay for it. Because one, they're going to get something contagious, and one, they won't. This is true. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who who uh, shares the same views with you as you. Uh, some of you guys are know him in Charmin Sai Sai Night. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Shows the exact same view as you. 
uh, we're having that funny conversation. It's funny you bring that up. Now, when was the last uh, porn convention you might have uh, taken place? <laughs> <laughs> How long ago was this uh, this foray into pornography? Um, this was a long time ago, and again, let's see, far, far away. Far, far away. Yeah. Let me ask you. In a cantina. In a cantina. Did you feel sore and confused afterwards? No, that was not an alien abduction that you had. I know you're having flashbacks, <laughs> you know. You, you, you really don't have to share with the class. Seth, let me ask you a question. I, I haven't seen you in quite a while, now, and it was kind of shocking to uh, hear you on Alejandro's show a few weeks back. Uh, where are you staying at now? Are you still down here in Miami, or are you uh, out of Miami? Um, I, I, I travel a lot, actually. I am on the road at conventions, I would probably say, 250-plus days out of a year. Um, I travel all over. I do have a place in South Florida. Um, I do sometimes stay in L.A. I sometimes stay in the Northeast. And sometimes I'm over in the U.K., so I do a little bit of traveling. Nice. Must be fun. It must be fun going overseas and, and uh, doing all that um, traveling. That must be – But don't you get a little homesick sometimes? Very much so, yes, absolutely. You're living the life of a movie star. Um, no, 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 more like a roadie. Um, yeah, I feel like Joe Dirt in the amusement park. Um, but at least I always get the hot girl, so, you know, I'm okay with that. Yeah, there you go. At least you get a a good outcome or happy ending, as some would call it. Listen, just because you're having massage studio flashbacks doesn't mean we're going to bring it up. Hey, happy ending. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. I, I still have those flashbacks every once in a while. Yeah, well, you know, who told you to get that job? This is true. This is true. <laughs> it's Point well taken. <laughs> yeah, that's the all-guys massage parlor you were working in, man, you know. There's, <laughs> there's, there's photos of you on the post office wall, man. It's so damn hot. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> Speaking of that, we were talking about that a little earlier. Why don't you uh, set up your own show? You have a good voice for radio, man. Why, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I don't know what topics that I would cover. Um, you know, I, I, I really don't know. I'm so spread out with so many things that fascinate me. I'm easily amused. I'm easily amused. Like, ooh, look over there, a shiny thing. See, come on, in the chat room, you guys got to be on my side, man. Seth sounds exactly like Richard Hoagland. Come on, man. Come on. The more I hear him, the more I kind of hear it. Yeah, it's bit. there. It's it's completely there. And it's a quality. It's a quality. Seth, say, say for me, JPL. JPL. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like there. Not, not too bad. He's very Richard-like. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me try it again. Hold on. Thank you for calling JBL. Press 1 to get the rocket fired. Press 2. <laughs> press press 2 to get all access without hacking and going to jail. Press 3 for total nuclear annihilation. Press oh, 3. For, well, I, I, dude, I, dude, I'm one, one here. <laughs> This is going nowhere quick. <laughs> this is going nowhere quick. <laughs> All right. Well, let me tell you more about the convention, so that way you yes. can be really excited. 
I, I think we're losing the uh, chat room. Let's talk a little bit more about the convention. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, let's see. I see Spin Dave was brought up in a haunted house, and you want to go to a haunted hotel. Well, I'll tell you this. The hotel will be where the Black Dahlia disappeared, uh, so that should actually be pretty cool and pretty fun. Uh, I've got the guys from TAPS that said that they have uh, an interest in coming, as well as some of the other TV shows, as well as some other prominent ghost hunters. So it's going to be a fun event and a half, to say the least. And the best part is, is while it is a five-star hotel, I've haggled them down still to 99 a night. So it's going to be a party and a half. And if all works out, I've aligned myself with AirTran, trying to put them here, so that uh, all flights are going to be less than $200 for round trips. So it's, it's, it's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, and I'll tell everybody about that, and I'll let uh, Jackal bring me back on in a couple of weeks when I can announce that. In the meantime, Definitely. though, the convention is going to be really amazing. We've got a great evening launch that everybody gets to see. Uh, we've got some major panels. We're going to be actually uh, playing some fun games with some of the media guests as well. Um, uh, we're going to do Ufology Jeopardy. We're going to do Saucer of Fortune. And we're going to do Press Your Luck and the Whammies are turned into aliens. Um, we're also going to do Unscripted and Uncensored when guests get drunk. So you hold up people talking about their abductions and think, no, it was an alien probe and it was terrible and he shoved it where I didn't think he would and now I got to go for another colonoscopy and it's going to be another flashback. Oh God, no! Felt like a drop the trousers. So that's, that's that's what's going on. Uh, we're we're really going to be partying. And if by the way anybody goes to the website, which is ufoinfoweekend.com on the home page you can actually see what our view looks like from the actual hotel that is right on the beach uh, nice. we also happen to have multiple levels of uh, attendance where you can actually even be sitting at a table for dinner with some of the guests as well as participate in our meet and greet cocktail party where all your alcohol is included in the price. Does everybody like free alcohol? Yes. Okay, that sounded really convincing. Let's try that again. <laughs> <laughs> so now you and I you and I both know that everybody likes alcohol. You and I both know that. All right, fine. Hold little on. alcohol never hurt nobody. Seth, now we we talked a little earlier and you said that you're gonna get me a press pass. Uh, What's yes. up with that? Uh, well, some people in the media that have earned the right based on some of the promotion that they've been doing for me and doing some of the biased media, um, you know, you know, the mass media, the, you know, you have the ability to earn a free press pass. And actual attendees have an ability to earn a pass as well. See, I actually have this affiliate program, which, by the way, you'll notice you're approved already, uh, Jackal. Um, yes, good. Do something about it. You'll notice we actually have an affiliate program on our website. <laughs> anybody who promotes us on the Internet and uses our banners and is signed up in on our affiliate program, any traffic you send me that leads to an attendee getting registered, congratulations, you get 10% of the sale. I'm the only convention that is out there that actually lets people earn a commission and earn a free stay for our weekend um, while being on the Internet. That's awesome. 
That's interactive as hell, let me tell you. Absolutely. I mean, you know, when was the last time you actually said, hey, I can go for free? I don't have to spend a dime. All I got to do is get friends and people that I know that are into this going along with me. Yep. It ain't rocket science, boys and girls. We got a, we got a couple guys already here in the chat room that are you know excited about going to the convention and are are well, you know ready you, setting the dates in their calendar to go. Well, just because they're setting their dates doesn't mean they're going to be able to get in. Uh, the fire marshal has already informed me that he's only going to allow 2,500 people on property, and after that he is shutting me down. No one else wow, is going to really? be able to get property. Yes, and the funny part is is the reason that he told me this is is because he bought his tickets too. Him and his oh. daughter are. Fans as well, so they're going to be on the property the whole entire time. Just now, there, there, there's still some tickets left, though. I mean, some of these guys just still you know buy tickets online or something, right? There's a couple of crystals left. There's a couple of platinums and golds. Uh, I am almost out of the bronze levels right now, so okay. if you have a chance, guess what? Hit the website. Take advantage now. Trust me, it's going to be very worth your while to act on it now. And I'm saying now for a reason because it means now. Now is now. Right. Not when, you know, later becomes now, but now. Not later now, now now. No, but uh yeah, guys, get get in on get get in on that and get the uh, tickets now at uh UFOinfoweekend.com. That's a place to go get it. Buy them. If uh, if you miss out, it's shame on you because it's gonna be an awesome event. I'm really excited about going there. I, you know, I'm gonna take my little camera with me and I'm gonna to try to record as much footage as possible, you know, just as a fan. If you, you know, if you have me working, helping you out, or whatever, I'll, I'll do what I can. But uh, I'm gonna record as much as possible. Sell your soul to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the next guy on the show. That's the next guy, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, that is the next. <laughs> that reminds me, one other person that I have, I haven't put up because I haven't gotten his bio yet is I'm going to have Pastor Bob at our convention. And Pastor Bob, nice. Who the hell's Pastor Bob? I'm going to tell you in a second. But Pastor Bob will be going going up against my friend Peter Robbins in a presidential-style debate about the religion and the science of ufology. Pastor Bob is one of these nice gentlemen who likes to say that every time you get abducted by aliens, if you scream out, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke thee, you will not get abducted. Hmm. But it has to be right in the middle of when the aliens are taking you, because they are demons, of course. Of course. That as is... the as you know, you should you know you should really have a yeah convention, Pastor oh. Pat. Have you been have you, have you been made familiar yet with Pastor Pat? No, as a matter of fact, I haven't. You must educate me at this point. There's a gentleman who, you know, frequents our shows, uh, Mr. E's, my show, uh, the AZ UFO radio show, Jesse's uh, UFO Not Radio show, uh, Alejandro's Open Tank, Open Mind show. Uh, he frequents the uh, chat room, and his name is Pastor Pat. Uh, Mr. E, uh-huh. can you give us a little bit of Pastor Pat? I've got a mouthful of peanut butter sandwich right now. That's kind of like what, what Pastor Pat likes to say a lot right there. So, so was that a yes or a no? <laughs> Uh, no, you should you should listen to the show uh, on the archive. I want to hear more about Pastor Bob. I, yeah, I let's hear about Pastor Bob. Bob. I envision Pastor Bob as like a quadriplegic uh, Baptist <laughs> in a Baptist pool. No, no. Actually, funny as it is, I met Pastor Bob when I was at the UFO convention. 
that was at Roswell for the 4th of July weekend. Very charming, entertaining guy. Uh, we spoke at length, and uh, based on his views and that event willing to give him a panel, I said, you know something? I got to see this guy at my event. And, of course, he'll have a table that will, you know, that will actually, where he'll be pimping his wares of Jesus and aliens, um, and, 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 you know, and, you know, aliens for Christ and things like that, which should be rather entertaining. Because not only does Jesus love you, Jesus loves the aliens. That means Juan, Carlos, Felipe, and a whole bunch of others. <laughs> All our Mexicans from across the border, Jesus loves you. Hey, Having a Hispanic attack. Ah! I want a lupe. La cucaracha, man. Seth, I have uh, actually one more uh, quick thing for you before I uh, you know, let you go. I have Pastor Charles Curtis going to be on the last half hour of the show here. And he I don't know how long like it's going to take you. He does. Yeah, I spoke to him actually earlier today. He does sound like a very nice man. So I'm you know, looking forward to interviewing him uh, for at least half an hour and picking his brain a little bit. He's been kind enough to hold on the uh, on the line here with us. So he's heard the entire show on the line holding on, on here. And by, by I want to thank him I, for that. By the way, I want to make one thing clear about religion. I don't poke fun at any one specific religion. I don't even poke fun at all of them. Just some things that sound out of this world are things I like to point out. It's up to the individual to make their own decision. Now, when it comes to religion, I can honestly say I honestly don't think any one religion has all the pieces to the puzzle, but I do believe every single religion has some pieces to the puzzle and some more than others. So Don't worry. Don't worry. I don't think you're going to hell or anything for uh, anything you said earlier. You know, I'll give you a couple of Hail Marys and you're good. Yeah, he's going to hell. Yeah, yeah pretty much. I'm going to hell for the porn convention, right? Pretty much, yeah. That's uh, You're done. <laughs> you know, what can I what can I say? You know, I, but don't worry, God won't know it's me because I use my fake name. This is true, and I know this name, but I'm not going to reveal it. God's psychic, dude. He knows your real name. Uh, well, <laughs> go back a couple of years, and you know, he, 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 hey, listen, uh, you got to admit it was a great stage name. It was. Oh no, it was a, a very good. If you guys knew the stage name. Let me tell you, you guys will agree it was an excellent stage name. I could have not come up with a better name myself. Uh, there's nobody in the porn industry right now who could come up with a better name than this name. It, you know, it, it, you know. listen, I repented. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I will tell you this. I repented so well that most girls I'm with have a religious experience with me. They're screaming, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. So that's yes. a good thing, right? Oh, yeah, you're going to hell. <laughs> I think he's on a one-way trip on a first-class ticket straight to hell. <laughs> Mr. Fisher. To hell. It's a highway to hell. Now, Seth, uh, before uh, we get to Pastor uh, Curtis here a little bit later, I wanted to have you do the uh, the Jackal's final five. As oh you know, I, ripped this, I completely ripped this off from Mr. E's show. I don't care. I admit it. I'm a man. I admit that I ripped something off, and I'm going to use it. I got, I, got, I, got, I got notes for my show. I can just give you those answers. Hold on. He, he, no, no, hold on. This is going to be completely different from what you asked him. Now, oh, he, okay. of course, he, of course, has, you know, his top ten list. I have my final five. That's the difference, folks. That's the moneymaker. 
<laughs> it's not a top ten list. It's a final five. Okay, go on. Shoot now. Mister E gives you what thirty, forty, sixty seconds to answer. With me, you only get twenty five seconds. All right, sure. We'll get to stretch that to twenty five though. Um, but if you can stretch 30. it out, that'll be great. Right, keep talking. Now, my number five here. Give me your five favorite E.T. based movies since you're doing a UFO convention. Oh, man. Fuck you gently with the chainsaw. Come on. Give me another one. That's the first question. pass on my first question, too. No passing. No passing. You got to answer. Come on. Okay. Uh, Independence Day. uh, One. Navigator. Two. uh, The original Witch Mountain series. Um, I'll take that. Let's see. I will say The Last Starfighter and uh, Battlestar Galactica Razor and, um, I don't know, um, Amazon Women on the Moon. Awesome. I actually like that one. Now, number four, who makes a cooler Captain Kirk? Bill Shatner, James Cawley, or Chris Pine? Oh, you bastard. (laughs) (laughs) I put you in a bind on this one. You bastard. By the way, folks, the reason he's doing this to me is because he took a sneak peek at my Facebook, and he knows who I'm friends with. Um, So, bastard. Um, (laughs) And he knows I know Shatner. Bastard. Uh, I'm going to say each one has their merits in their time frame. Oh, that's a cop-out answer. That is. But That was was like 10 Ten on the game meter there with the answer, man. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's like that's uh, that's like the perfect answer that Miss America would give. I mean, it isn't, it isn't like uh, it isn't like who makes a better Bond question. I mean, it's it's Star Trek. There can be only one. Oh no, there can't anymore. The Shatner man, you can't be Shatner. Yeah, Shat, Shat, It's got to be Shatner. It's got to be the Shat. I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. Anything number else? three. Count two pegs. Number three, number three. Let's get all back on here. You travel all the time now, as we uh, spoke about earlier. What's been your favorite city to visit or your favorite place to visit in all your conventions and travelings and whatnot? Uh, I'd have to say it's between Edinburgh, Scotland, and uh, let's see. Yeah, Edinburgh, Scotland. I like Edinburgh. It's a beautiful city. You get to see that castle, which is a little bit on the haunted side. Um, plus you have some fish and chips there, eh, mate? Um, and you get to meet all the soccer hooligans. Um, and Spin Dave says, bad answer, no balls. Uh, dude, if you, dude, if you knew all three of them, <laughs> all three of them might end up listening to this. Um, trust me, you try and make sure all three of them were happy. So, Spin Dave, sorry. I had to stay neutral on that one. And if you don't like it, it's what we call TFB. <laughs> So, hey, I, I completely understand. I kind of was trying to bust your balls with that question anyway, but I understand. Yeah. You know, that's why I accepted the answer. I understand. I think your favorite place is somewhere between Bangkok and Uranus. Oh boy. Uh, okay, that's that. That's that's almost funny. Um, almost, yeah. That's uh, almost funny. Now let's get back to this before we uh, we hear crickets <laughs> in the background. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Scotland is number one, and my second one is probably going to be. Uh, Long Beach, California, where the Queen Mary is birthed. Nice. Long Beach, uh, OBC, baby, with Snoop Dogg. All right. Good man. Snoop Dogg. Now, from all the cons, number two, number two, from all the cons you've actually done, 
and I don't mean as a con artist, I mean as a convention. Uh, <laughs> what's actually been your favorite kind of convention so far? I know you're doing this ufology, you've done a bunch of other ones. Uh, what's uh, your favorite so far? I guess I'm not going to answer because the music, the cheesy porn music's going in the background. <laughs> I, I would probably actually say the anime conventions are the most enjoyable ones for me. Um, I, I'm still a Toys R Us kid at heart. I'm still watching cartoons and getting paid to do it. So um, I'm going to have to go with that. I like anime. Yeah, anime is cool if you're a lonely uh, little man who doesn't like vagina. I don't know. <laughs> Have you seen some of the outfits some of the girls wear at the conventions, dude? What yeah, what, remember that? Remember Denise from uh, Prestige Service? She went to that uh, convention you guys threw. She yeah. wore an outfit that I still. She wore an outfit that I still have like daydreams about. Exactly. Amazing. I know. And hold on one second. Don't, don't forget, we uh, also have uh, you know Takumi and Romi Chan. From from the from Prestige, or really? uh, side? Yeah, you know the you know the two of them. Oh my God, they're still on the circuit, and guess what? They turned out to be really really hot, and one of nice. them actually even dated Ricky for a while. But that's a whole other story. Speaking of Ricky, have you uh, seen any of the uh, Prestige guys, Ricky, or any of them in the last few years? Nope, not. Well, the only person I saw is the one who caused the downfall. And uh, I'm not even gonna, and we all know who that is, and we're not going to mention the names of that Antichrist. Um, yeah, he's pretty much been banned from so many different events, it's not funny. Uh, is, it, is it initials J.S.? No. M.S.? No. Uh, no. Dude, you'll never come to an anime convention ever again. <laughs> is it me? No. Was no, that a no. downfall? No, no, it wasn't you. All right, you told me off her. I don't want to get you in trouble or anything like that. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd appreciate that. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Because I was, I always thought it was JS who uh, caused the downfall, but I guess I was wrong about that. Oh no, no, there's more to the. Yeah, you didn't hear the whole story. Don't worry. That's that's a whole radio show that we will never air. Yeah, um, that's a that's a tragic story indeed. Yes, it is. Uh, All I gotta do, man, is pick up the phone, and you'll never work another 2012 convention the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the last question here on my top, my final five. Did you enjoy yourself on our show tonight and here on uh, my show and on Mr. E's show the, the other day? Um, To some degree, yeah. Yeah, I hesitated. I <laughs> yeah, you're right. I hesitated. Uh, I'm not going to deny it. Um, I thought, you know, I was hoping we would keep on track and you would have more questions about the convention. Um, not because I want to pimp it. It's just because I want to inform people about it. Um, but, you know, we went all over the place tonight, which is fine. I've got no problem with that. And uh, hopefully I'll have the opportunity to interrupt you 46 <laughs> times, uh, you know, when I get you on my show. How exactly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, uh, seriously, though, uh, i got to tell you that um, I have gotten more than twice as many downloads off of the show uh, that you that you were a guest on than any of my other shows. So it's got all it's got of 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 my all my shows, which isn't a ton, but um, your show has twice as many downloads as the next runner up. So it's up to eight instead of four. Cool. Yeah, it goes six. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I like no, to think that it was because of my interrupting that the show got so popular. You know. 
No, it was a good show, man. It was a good show. It was funny, and it was uh, we covered a lot of things, and and it was a good show. I think tonight's. I can't wait to listen to the playback on this one. I, it's it's good though, Seth. You're a great guest. Thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk. Seriously, no joke, no lie. I hope to be able to return the favor in the future. Now I know that the convention is in November. Uh, we will definitely want to have you back before the convention, as you get uh plug in a little bit better and actually do an hour interview if you, if you want so you can actually get did, even to the, for the actually today is 47 days away from the event um, yep. if you in your hotel and you want to get the right rate um, people better do it before 30 days before the event otherwise uh, they're going to end up paying instead of $84 or $85 they're going to end up paying $129 um, so people definitely want to book now and pre-register for the event. Um, well, I'd like to have you on for a follow-up too uh, after the convention. I'd love to hear hear uh, hear how it all worked out. You know, oh, uh, you know, of course, if I wasn't actually going, which I am going, but uh, I okay, wasn't. Good. good. Get your butt down there. Interview some of our guests. Have some fun with it, and you'll have some good sound bites for the following week. Now, tell everybody again how they can reach the website after they get the uh, tickets on here. I put it over in the chat room, but. Uh, for the okay. archive so that people can hear it. Really easy, folks. It is going to be UFO, I-N-F-O, weekend. In other words, UFO, info, weekend, and that's dot com. Dot com. That's oh, awesome. my God. It the, yes, it is the dot com. You are the dot com. Or, yes. Let me ask you one thing. By the way, sorry, uh, sorry, I went into that accident. It's just that <laughs> I had a really bad tech support experience uh, the other day, and it was terrible. It's like you, you know, it's like hello, thank you for calling Hunan Tucker. My name is Bob, and I'm like, yeah, sure it is. Bob, hey, if you know Seth, you know he goes into those voices every once in a while. So I'm yeah, looking, but not finding. Oh no, no, hold on, no, no, no. I say Bob. Tell me, where where am I calling? He's like, oh, you're calling Washington. I'm like, really? What time is it there? Hold on. Let me get the calculator. <laughs> sure, I'm calling Washington. Right. Uh, let's see. Who do we have? We are a gay, lesbian, affirming church just outside of Dallas uh, in Garland. Okay. Is that Judy Garland, Texas? I think no, that's, 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 that's that Dallas, Texas. That's uh, Mr. Curtis, yes. Ah, that, that's the new gentleman that's coming up uh, on next. Nothing like a twist ending. Is is this guy? Uh, is that who you have next? Uh, the guy who's up in the uh, chat box now. That is the uh, next guest on the show, yes, sir. Oh, I'd love to say hi to him and invite him over to my event. Hopefully, he'll get a alien abduction and a probe. And probes are always fun. I uh, I hey, hear. Listen, if I could ask, if I could have Pastor Bob, I could have anybody coming to the event. My event is open to everybody. I have, you know, I got people coming from New Zealand coming. I got people from Australia coming. I got a couple from Tokyo coming, and they speak really good English. Nice. <laughs> so, you know, the other thing. Love. Every, yeah. Welcome. What yeah. is that? I love. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, I, I, I'm done. I, I wish the Reverend here a great show right after me. Hopefully he could follow up behind me, and uh, he'll be as entertaining as I hopefully was. You definitely, I, I definitely want to get you on the show here for an hour, man. I know you only want to do a half an hour this uh, tonight, but uh, 
before the convention or after the convention, I'd definitely like to have you on for an hour so we could have a a real interview without uh, Mr. E over there, you know. Okay, what's wrong with me? (laughs) Do it before the convention. Um, Trust me, I might have a couple of new announcements that uh, will make it worth your while. Uh, Plus, as you said earlier, uh, you got a couple of other uh, shows that you wanted to throw my way, and uh, we'll take care of that, too. Definitely, definitely. Yep. Uh, you'll be here. You'll be hearing from those people pretty soon. Uh, so yeah, Seth, uh, thank you for coming on the show tonight, brother, and uh, not be in touch. Not... Seth, you're more, you're more than welcome, welcome to call in the show any day of the week too. Oh uh, yeah, uh, whenever oh, yeah, uh, you have a free time. I'm on uh, all the weeknights. So and then Jackal's got Friday late nights covered. All right, so. I will definitely fit it into my schedule over the course of the next couple of weeks. Uh, every time something new and exciting happens, I will try and keep you guys posted. And, of course, everybody is welcome to add me on their Facebook at UFO Info Weekend on Facebook, uh, which will also lead you to my personal Facebook, too, if you need it. Awesome. Sounds Again, everybody, it's, in, it's UFOInfoWeekend.com. Check that out, folks. Excellent. Seth, you uh, rock, dude. I try and rock, paper, scissors to you. Or what is it, Rock, Paper, Spock, Lizard, or I don't know. I just saw that on the Big Bang Theory. It's Rock, Paper, Scissors, Lizards, Rock, or Spock. I'm like, okay, whichever. Does anybody anyway. have any idea? You have no idea what I'm talking about. Okay, don't worry about it. Hey, listen, if anybody real quick wants to get in before we let you go, wants to get any questions in or anything, please call the show and uh, we'll put you right through. We have a couple of lines open. The number is 347 Anybody wants to get a quick call in uh, the last couple of minutes here before we let Seth go and get on to the rest anyone, of the show here? Anyone, anybody? I know that, it's funny. We have a pretty packed uh, chat room, but nobody wants to call in. What's going on with that? Anybody have any questions he, for Mr. Hoagland? He, he's an interesting guest, folks. He worked with NASA. He was on the Moon Project. No, wait, no, that's Mr. Hoagland. Now, is that the fake Moon Project or the real one? Well, it depends on uh, what kind of point of view you want to see that from. From the kingdom of Nye. <laughs> okay, let's actually well. uh, let's let's go ahead and I'm going to actually take a little break. Seth, again, it was awesome having you in the show. I don't think anybody's going to call in with any questions, but guys, check out the the website www.ufoinfoweekend.com. His name is Seth Wheeler, not Richard Hoagland. Awesome guest. Totally. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Have a great, wonderful, and amazing night. You too, brother. We'll be right back shortly, folks. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first-ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction. 
Are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. Here's a riddle for you. What do the California gold rush of the 1850s, secret societies, coded messages, mysterious 19th century flying machines, and an early 20th century outside artist named Charles A.A. A. Delshaw all have in common? The Secrets of Delshaw by Dennis Crenshaw and Pete Navarro. Go to www.secretsofdelshaw.com to learn more. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's supermanhomepage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. Supermanhomepage.com, covering the world of Superman from the 1930s to today. News, reviews, rumors, and reports. Supermanhomepage.com, for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the Man of Steel and more. SupermanHomePage.com Put a team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with key information solutions. Providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology. Preventative maintenance and networking support. Hardware and custom built computers. Let key information solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly, or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call Key Information Solutions now. 954 That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. The best of Neil Rogers. Unbelievable. Relive the best of Neil. Okay. Friday afternoons at 3. Only on SoFloRadio.com. There comes a time in a young woman's life when she has to ask questions. Mom, I have to ask you a personal question. Do you douche? Sure I do. I use vinegar and water. Why vinegar and water? Because, silly, I'm Italian. Hidden Valley douche. In Italian, French, ranch, or new chunky blue cheese.
Coast of the Rockies, down one. East of the Rockies, hang up. show folks have to take a little break there now let's uh, go ahead and get mr curtis on the line i know he's been waiting for for a couple minutes uh for a lo- more than a couple minutes actually he's uh he called in as soon as the show started which was cool of him to uh stay on the line there as you guys heard pastor curtis uh is from the uh, one church down in dallas texas a friend of mine actually sent me his links and uh, you know there's a lot of uh, good stuff that he's done in his church and like i said we're an open mind crowd here uh so you know without further ado i wanted to go ahead and welcome Pastor Curtis to the show. Let me go ahead and uh, beam him in. Yes, sir. Immediately, sir. Pastor Curtis, are you there? Good evening, yes. Can you hear me? But I want to say welcome to the show. I know you've been listening on the uh, on the phone there for the last hour, and uh, I appreciate you staying on the, staying up so late and uh, checking out the show and being part of of the show and being a guest here tonight. Uh, now, let's get right into it, because I know we only have about 33 minutes on the show here. Uh, so sure. I wanted to actually uh, pick your brain a little bit and ask you, you know, for the listeners who don't know who you are and don't know exactly your background, you know, first let's start off with, you know, you've given us a little information about uh, your background, who you are, how you got into, uh, you know, the line of work you do now as a pastor. Sure. Okay. I'm I'm an ordained Pentecostal minister. I've been in ministry for many years, uh, roughly 25 at this point, and I've uh, work starting churches across the country over the last uh, many, many years. Uh, about 17 years ago or so, I came out as a gay man. And uh, at that time, I felt that there was no place for me in the church, and God didn't want me, and the church didn't want me, and very few people wanted me, including family and friends. So uh, I was out of church for a few years, 
And uh, but during that time, my calling was not voided, and uh, I felt as though the Lord was speaking to me that there was a great need in the gay lesbian community for spiritual renewal and revival, and that GLBT, which stands for Gay, Lesbian, Bisexual, Transgendered People, uh, needed to know that God was not against them, that he was not hateful toward gay, lesbian people, uh, that anyone who can believe and obey the gospel of Jesus Christ can be saved regardless of what their background, sexual orientation. Uh, God understands everybody exactly where they're at. He knows what made us who we are. He understands every circumstance and every situation. And uh, so back in 1993, I began what is referred to as the Gay Lesbian Affirming Ministry, which means that we welcome, affirm, accept, and include in our church all people, including gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgendered people. He's like Cockbox. Yeah. Uh Interesting. Uh, Let me ask you, uh, you said that you came out when you were, what, 17, right? No, I I came out actually in 1989, and at that point I was about 24. 24, I'm sorry, 24. Yeah. Now, how did how did your uh, folks deal with uh, with this? And of course, you you know continuing your religious uh, beliefs later on. I mean, how did your family kind of react to uh, you coming out and you know continuing your religious uh, beliefs and you know, actually starting your own church and whatnot? Was right. Your family well, supportive? Uh, no, not at all. As a matter of fact, in the in the early days, uh, it was a lot of grief. You know, a lot of trouble. The Pentecostal movement traditionally is probably one of the most homophobic uh, of any of the churches that are out there. You know, folks think of the Southern Baptists as being very homophobic and, you know, various groups. And there are others that you might think of as being more liberal-minded, like the Lutherans or, you know, the Episcopalians or what have you. But the Pentecostal movement as a whole is extremely anti-gay, very close-minded, uh, the way I say it is they know the answers before the questions have been asked, mm-hmm. and uh, which is something I really despise because instead of shutting up and listening and letting people share their experience and share where they're coming from, uh, the church is busy telling them why you are who you are and telling them, you know, what their situation is. And um, if you look at the example of Jesus Christ in Scripture, He didn't spend all his time telling people what their situation was. In fact, with the example, for instance, of the woman at the well, the Lord asked questions and let her tell him. You know, and this is something the church doesn't do today. They do all the talking and none of the listening. And they stand in judgment of people. They stand in criticism and condemnation of people that, frankly, they don't have a clue about. They they don't even begin to understand. You know, gay lesbian people are are thrown into a great big lump, and if you hear TV preachers and pastors and local pulpits tell it, all gay people are identical. They're all the same. They all live their lives exactly the same. You know, we all drink ourselves drunk every night. We all do drugs until we fall over into our bed in our own vomit. You know, this is the way they talk, and we're all a bunch of hoes and threats and, you know, sleeping with every thing that comes down the road, and uh, all these stereotypes and all these hateful concepts of gay, lesbian people, to be honest with you, I was convinced of them before I came out, 
And it took me years after coming out to realize that much of what I had been taught and told growing up is so untrue, it's not even funny. You can't even find two gay lesbian people that are uh, altogether similar in the way they live their lifestyles. The gay community is as diverse and as uh, different from one another as any community is. The only thing that unites gay lesbian people is the fact that we share the same-sex gender, you know, orientation. But right. aside from that, you know, I'm a very conservative. I'm my, I'm my faith in Jesus Christ, in his death on Calvary, on his resurrection, in him being God manifest in the flesh, come for the redemption of humanity. Now, that sounds real right-wing, uh, you know, hardcore Christian, so to speak. But my convictions in those things are every bit as real as they've ever been. And my being yeah, gay doesn't change that. It sounds a little bit Rush Limbaugh, right wing there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, and, and I understand that. But what a lot of people don't realize is in the gay community, there is uh, an immense diversity. You know, there are many, many, many. You, the largest gay organization in the world is a church, a Christian church, started by a gay man back in the late 1960s. And uh, today, the Metropolitan Community Churches, which I do not belong to, so I don't want anybody to think I'm affiliated with them, uh, but it's the largest gay organization on the planet, and it's an organization devoted to Christian faith. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think if maybe uh, you know, some of these churches allowed some of these priests, uh, for example, to come out of the closet and be you know, gay, openly gay, uh, maybe we wouldn't have a lot of the stories of child molestation going on in the, in the church uh, with a lot of these priests who do molest children, do you think that might be uh, a way to actually like heal that? Because I mean, there are a lot of gay priests and and gay people in the church, like you just said. Uh, do you think that might be a way to actually curb you know that kind of situation from continuing to happen? Well, I can tell you this, Jackal, based on what you just said, and I'm not trying to chastise you or anything, but it's kind of obvious that that you have a little bit of a misnomer going on. Uh, relative to child molestation and its relationship with homosexuality, the statistics prove, and if you go to any number of psychological organizations, psychiatric organizations, even police organizations, you'll find that in their teaching material, they make it clear that 90-some-odd percent of all child molestation occurs with heterosexual individuals. So there is no specific correlation whatsoever between someone's sexual orientation and child molestation. So what I mean by that is a gay person is no more inclined to molest a child than anything. You know, no, I understand that, but if you, if you understand my question, like the way I posed it, I guess maybe it was incorrect, but uh, the way the question comes out is a lot of these gay priests that might be gay uh, don't have an outlet because, as you know, priests cannot get married or you know anything like that. Uh, right. So, some of them might turn to, you know, this kind of a, of a release, I guess you could say. Uh, they might, you know, hurt a child just because, you know, they they had to, you know, have sex with somebody. Uh, you know, it's human nature to have sex and procreate or, or, you know, whatever. So, I mean, that's pretty much the way I was kind of basing that question. It might be that 10%, you know, that, that you're talking about. Uh, do you think maybe that 10% will get at least, you know, cured or it won't have that kind of thing happen to them? Well, again, I don't, I don't think... Uh, <laughs> I don't know any gay men who turn to children uh, 
because they're not attracted to children. For anyone to have a sexual interest in a child, uh, that requires that there be something wrong with your wiring. You know, there's, uh, but something's got to be wrong there, okay? That, that uh, is entirely inappropriate. God knows that as a Christian, as a believer, uh, we believe that uh, no conduct that you ever engage in should be harmful or detrimental to another human being. So, you know, issues like child molestation, issues like incest, issues like rape, uh, interestingly enough, you never hear these things preached from pulpits, and yet in today's society, it, they're, they're at epidemic levels. We have incestuous relationships uh, going on every day. Oprah's even had shows in recent uh, months and years dealing with incest and how rampant it is in our society. And yet, preachers preach gay, lesbian people into hell, and you'll never hear them talk about incest, and they are more likely to have an individual sitting in their congregation who's having an incestuous relationship with their own child than they are to have a gay, lesbian person in their congregation. So, you know, uh, yeah, that's that's very true, and and it's kind of a... funny you say that uh, because as I was going to bring up later on, I don't know if you've heard of the movie Ring of Power. Have you ever seen that movie? That documentary? No. I, I, off the top of my head, I don't think I have. Well, it, it kind of deals with uh, Jesus. I know you guys believe in, in Jesus at your church and you, you follow the, the word of Jesus Christ. And it deals with Jesus and the actual background of the real historical Jesus, uh, who he really might have been. Uh, not really might have been. It actually shows proof that this is really who he was. That the, the Bible and the church actually kind of skewed the storyline a little bit. Uh, and part of the storyline is that, of course, even some of the people that might have seen the Da Vinci Code will know this, that Jesus actually uh, had incest relationships with his with his sister, or half-sister, Mary Magdalene. And that's part of that storyline. I'm sure if you've seen uh, Da Vinci Code, you, you might uh, know that. I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen the movie, but uh, that's part of, of the storyline also for Ring of Power, which uh, it kind of uh, maybe that's the reason why the media doesn't want to actually look at that, because uh, it's, it's okay to them. Well, any, anybody that has a rudimentary knowledge of history, first of all, knows that the Da Vinci Code was so full of idiotic errors, it's not even funny. So anybody that's going to point to the Da Vinci Code as being some sort of a, um expert on the subject, and, and if you think for one second that the information provided there is accurate and true, then my friend oh, no, no. problems. That's, that, that's- that's a that's a uh, that's a a painter or, or an artist who you know created something that people later on you know said oh there's a code in there I don't really believe too much what I read in there but I do believe in the historical fact that uh, Jesus and Mary Magdalene got it on that's just me though that well I, to call that a historical fact is absurd I mean there are some people who try to claim that they can prove historically that Jesus Christ the man never even existed, which is, again, is idiotic when there's... Well, historians, there's not one historian in history of uh, the time Jesus was alive that actually wrote about Jesus Christ. So, you know, you would think if a person is actually the Messiah, it'll be all over, you know, the news back then. Uh, you know, there's, the, there's not one... Jerusalem Herald or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, there's they, they not didn't one have historian... That lived in the time of Christ that, that didn't write about him. You have you never heard of Josephus? Yeah, that was actually proven and debunked uh, a few centuries ago. Uh, that's actually a false, a false writing about Christ, and he doesn't really mention Jesus Christ. He actually says the Cristo, which is actually means the Anointed One or the King. He never really mentions Jesus Christ 
as uh, you really should check out that movie. I mean, I know you're, you're a believer in Christ, but uh, Ring of Power is a movie you definitely should see. It's an interesting movie, and it connects the dots of who Jesus was, uh, why Jesus was considered the Son of God. Uh, I don't really want to ruin it for you because I do want you to see it and, uh, you know, check it out. It connects the dots for people who want to believe that kind of foolishness. I'm, uh, I have spent a lifetime studying and researching. I know who Jesus Christ was historically. I know the record that exists, and that's why I'm telling you, a lot of this junk that you see some of these people coming out with uh, is just sheer fiction and idiotic. There is enormous evidence to the contrary. And well, pa- Pastor, you, if you want to believe that, uh, well, then, six, hey, believe it. You know, I have no problem. Hold on, Pastor. He wants to, he wants to say that my, my uh, co-host wants to say something. Go ahead, <laughs> I thought I was muted, man. No, man, you're shocked. not muted. <laughs> I've been sitting here in my shock and awe. I told you, you're along for the ride, bro. This is a, a interesting show tonight. I'm I think have you along for the it, ride. Uh, it sounds like Pastor... Uh, I'm sorry, what, what's what's your first name, Pastor? <laughs> you were about to say Pastor Pat, weren't you? <laughs> I was, I admit. <laughs> Pastor Cur- Charles Curtis, Pastor oh. Curtis. Pastor Curtis, I you know, I, I, it seems like he's, um, you know, not, not really interested in delving outside the, the Word of God. Um, so movies and, and all that is just... Uh, Probably seems more like there's uh, you know evil influence on those, and that uh, you know I mean de- delving outside of the Bible uh, doesn't. No, really... I don't have a problem delving outside of the Bible. What I have a problem with is accepting as somehow being uh, legitimate and valid just because somebody made a movie about it, or just because somebody wrote a book. I mean, as no, I said, actually, the, the historical the historical fact that is kind of showcased in the movie. Uh, once you see it, you can do the homework yourself and then research uh, the entire thing. And actually, it not only connects the dot pretty accurately; it it's pretty damn convincing once you see it. I mean, it doesn't take away from the fact that Jesus may have been a person that lived, uh, but at the end of the day, he was just a person. That's the whole basis behind the movie. But see, that uh, that's the point I'm making. There there are people who have written books. There are people who have made movies that present all kinds of quote-unquote factual evidence that Jesus now, are, Christ never even existed. So my point is, you know, now, you're saying this person's presented all, all this great evidence that that he was just a man and he messed around with Mary Magdalene and blah, blah, blah. When I'm saying to you, yeah, fine, you've got somebody who has presented this view, and at the same time you've got somebody else who's presented what some people call convincing evidence that Jesus Christ never even existed, period. So it's it's absurd. Basically what it boils down to is you're going to believe what you want to believe. So if there's a presentation made that satisfies what you want to think about something, then you're going to accept it as factual. And in my instance, I believe Jesus is who he said he was and the record of the apostles, and I do that by faith because faith is the nature of knowing God and serving God. The Bible said if you're going to know God, you must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So, you know, you're coming at it from a perspective that has absolutely nothing to do with faith, and you're willing to believe these things that are presented to you. And as I say, there are other arguments that are presented that would suggest he never lived, he never existed, and there are people who would rather believe that. And I know people who will argue for days over the fact that, well, Jesus Christ never even existed. He wasn't even a real person, blah, blah, blah. 
and they're, they're talking the same identical way you are. Well, I saw this movie, I read this book, and the evidence was overwhelming, and it was factual, and blah, blah. And I'm simply saying to you, if it's so factual, then how come you have one guy presenting this? And, oh, yeah, he was here all right, but he was messing around with Mary Magdalene. And then on this other side, you got a guy saying, oh, no, he never existed at all. There's no factual proof whatsoever that he ever even lived. And the, and the truth of the matter is, there's a lot of fact that just in any instance where you're dealing with the media, that's being left out in order to bolster an argument that really doesn't hold water. And the arguments you're talking about, the things that are said to suggest that Jesus had a relationship with Mary and all this, those things are so full of holes, it's not even funny. But people who want to believe that don't care about the holes. So I could sit here all day and I could shoot holes in that theory. And you know what? In the end, if you want to believe that, you're still going to believe it. So you I know, just funny. Energy and I don't argue. <laughs> it's funny you speak about faith. I always find that I actually saw your, one of your videos about faith uh, and, you know, your definition of faith and how uh, faith uh, happens you know when somebody gets baptized and you know I don't know if you remember that video you did about the, the whole baptizing or faith. Right, I was teaching on baptism. Yes. Right. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't most baptisms done to babies when they're you know newborns? No. 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 What is the age? Because I never got baptized. So I don't know. What's the age? Yeah, you no. Baptized? You well, have to. Just, you have to make the conscious choice to give your life over to the Lord Jesus Christ to even a, be technically baptized. You got what age, Now, you know, please forgive my ignorance in this part because I'm not uh, baptized in the church or anything, but at what age does this normally happen? Well, it doesn't also, happen at any particular age because it depends strictly on when someone has come to the place where they believe and embrace the gospel. But what you have to understand is that within Christianity or within the Christian world, so to speak, there are any number of different churches and denominations. You're speaking, for instance, of a Catholic or an Episcopal church where they do baptize infants. Sprinkling. And, uh, but in our church, you know, in the Pentecostal faith, no one is baptized until they have accepted and acknowledged the gospel of Jesus Christ for themselves. So that can be anywhere from 7 to 117, you know. Well, if you have any 117-year-olds getting baptized, that uh, that might bring some news cameras out to your church right there. <laughs> right. Well, I've baptized 89-year-olds. Well, there you go. I guess you're never told to find Jesus, especially when you're about to die. Because, you know, that's what old people do. They, they die. Yeah. <laughs> that's <but> true. <laughs> that's yeah. true. I was baptized now, at uh, 31 years old. Yeah. Right. Really? I, like no, I, said, I, was. I was never I, baptized. I swear. I, I was. I was baptized at 31. Yeah. Yep. You know, I'm 31 now. Maybe I should get baptized. And, you know. should. <laughs> Start going to church. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be baptized unless you have genuinely embraced the gospel of Jesus Christ in faith. If you haven't embraced it in faith, the only thing that happens in baptism is you get wet. <laughs> so well, I, I, enjoy, I enjoy getting wet once in a while. You know, it's, it's fun. <laughs> Now, uh, Mr. Curtis, I know we're kind of running short on time here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna actually uh, give you the last, the final five questions that I ask all my guests on the show. Now, it's called the Jackal's Final Five. You have 25 seconds to answer these questions. Uh, please answer them honestly, as, as honest as you can. Uh, sure. Ready? Okay. Yep. Now, number five. After you're dead and gone, what would be 
what would you like your legacy actually to be so when uh, future generations actually read about you and your work, uh, you know, what do you want them to look up when they actually read about you? I would like for people to look up and read and see that I offered hope and restoration uh, to the gay lesbian community and help people to realize that regardless of where they're coming from in life, no matter what their background, no matter what their sexual orientation, their race, skin color, nationality, what have you, that faith in Christ is what saves. It's not about uh, what we're able to accomplish in terms of making ourselves perfect or, or making ourselves meet some standard of perfection. It's about faith in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'd love right. my legacy to be that I did that job well. Okay, number four, Mel Gibson, like him or hate him? <laughs> I'm not a, I can't say I'm as big a fan, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, he's all right. <laughs> That's not the best. <laughs> he's all right. Number, number three, uh, give me your favorite Hollywood movie based on religion. My favorite Hollywood movie based on religion, probably I would have to say in honesty, the old uh, Charlton Heston Moses. I really I enjoyed it. You know, that was a wonderful story, and Cecil B. DeMille did such a wonderful job back in the day. You know, even before they had all the computerized uh, uh, graphics and animation and that sort of thing, he really did a marvelous job in presenting that story, and he tried real hard to keep it as biblically accurate as he could. So I really enjoyed that, that old movie. That's awesome. Number two, uh, that, that was a good movie, yeah, I agree. Uh, number two, who made a more kick-ass Jesus? James Cavazel from Passion of the Christ, or Ted Neely from uh, Jesus Christ Superstar? Well, I would have <laughs> to say, uh, just based on the spirit of the movies, I'd have to say that uh, the gentleman from The Passion of the Christ. Ah, interesting answer. A lot of uh, religious folks are not too happy with that movie for whatever reason. I like that. Well, well it, was, it was nothing more than a two-hour snuff flick about a guy getting his ass kicked and then put it across. That's really what it was. It wasn't really too much about Jesus. And, you know, uh, there was but, all those flashbacks. There was, and uh, a lot of them didn't really like, make, make any sense. I didn't like the subtitles. I don't like to read. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I'm, I I'm a lazy American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't lazy know American. to read, right? <laughs> now, number one here, did you enjoy yourself on the show tonight? That's the last question I always ask everybody. Yeah, I, I did all right. I think I think we did okay. There you go. The last final five questions for uh, Mr. Curtis. Uh, again, thank you for coming on the show tonight uh, and spending you know half an hour with with us here on the show. And real quick, I know I have uh, two more things for you actually before I let you go. Uh, my friend Seth Wheeler, who does who's having a convention, I don't know if you heard earlier, the UFO Info Weekend. Uh, he said uh, to give you a, a you know a shout out and tell you if you want to go that he's uh, open to maybe even helping you get a booth there so you could uh, talk religion and talk about your church or whatnot. Uh, I don't know if you heard him talking earlier on the show here, but he was uh, very open to having you on, on there if you are interested. Well, yeah, he was talking about Pastor Bob and all that, and uh, yeah. I can't say that I agree entirely with Pastor Bob's position on some of those things. The name of Jesus is not a magic amulet. Uh, if you don't have faith in that name and don't understand who Jesus is, you can scream it, shout it, yell it, and say it all you want to, and you'll accomplish nothing. But... Uh, but I understand what Pastor Bob was saying, and I do. We do believe absolutely in the supernatural and the paranormal, so to speak. Uh, but we believe that is because there is a spiritual uh, existence. You know, there is a spirit world, 
And a lot about, of uh, spiritual gifts. We absolutely believe in the gifts. Yeah. Uh, we believe in the gifts of the Spirit as they operate in the church. When these sorts of things try to operate outside of the church and for any purpose outside of uh, the edification, the building up of the church, uh, then it's altogether possible that the source of that gift is not God. Pastor, have you, have you had an opportunity to uh, identify your five gifts? Uh, well, I I don't know about five gifts per se, but I mean we absolutely believe in and operate in the gifts of the spirit. There's no question. Oh, one more thing. I have a, a personal friend of mine who was a person who sent me out the link for your website and told me that they really wanted to see you on the show or hear you on the show. I should say. Uh, her name is Sandy. Can you please give her a shout out? She asked me to go ahead and give her a shout out. Well, yeah, we appreciate that. And anybody that like to learn about our church, you can find us on the web at www.dallas number one church all one word dot org there you go sandy check it out well you already know the website because you sent it to me <laughs> but uh, pastor curtis thank you for uh, coming on the show i really appreciate it uh we're running short on time here so i'm going to go ahead and let you go uh again right. thank you very thank much you for, for coming me. on the show all right guys god bless be good take care all right bye-bye Right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, 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 <laughs> baby mamas, mamas. Yeah, go like this. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Having the boys come from her neighborhood to the studio trying to fight me. She need to get a piece of American pie and take her bite out. That's my house. I disconnect the cable and turn the lights out. And let her know her grandchild is a baby and not a paycheck. Private school, daycare, shit, medical bills, I pay that. I love your mom and everything. See, I ain't the one who lay down. She wanna rip you up and start a custody war. My lawyer, stay down. She never got a chance to hear my side of the story. We was divided. She had fish fries and cookouts from a child's birthday. I ain't invited, despite it. I show her the utmost respect when I fall through. All you, you will defend that lady when I call you. Throw it on my mouth and I'll decline King meets queen Then the puppy love thing Together dream About that crib With the good year swing On the oak tree I hope we feel like this forever Forever, forever, ever Forever, ever Forever never seems that long Until you're grown And notice that the day by day ruler Can't be too wrong Miss Jackson my intentions were good I wish I could Become a magician To abracadabra off the sadder Thoughts of me Thoughts of she Thoughts of he Asking what happened To the feeling that her and me Had I pray so much about it Need some knee pads it happened for a reason one can't be mad So know this, know that everything's cool And yes, I will be present on the first day of school and graduation I'm sorry, Miss Jackson Ooh, I am for real Never meant to make your daughter cry I apologize a trillion times I'm sorry, Miss Jackson Ooh, I am for real Never meant to make your daughter cry I apologize
you look at the way you treat me. You see a little no there long girl, you got your ass enough to creep G. Without a pat on you, that's a straddle and ride this thing on out. And the union girl ain't speaking no more, cause my dick all in, I'm out. I'm talking about jealousy, infidelity, envy, cheating, beating, and the to the G, they be the same thing. But who you placing the blame on? You keep on singing that same song, let bygones be bygones, you can go and get the hell on you and your mom. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never.